Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Roads are bad. Yeah, it's windy. It's not good out. Yeah, we're already getting calls. I think it might be a little more dicey on the north end of town. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a call from, it was Rob, right? Rob, was, we were just chatting with. Yeah, that was Rob. Yeah, he was he heading the Highway 2 north of St. Yeah. Albert. I think he lives in Morinville or something. And he was heading south into the city, and he was like, I'm going home. It, the wind is bad. Mm-hmm. It, it got a little bit better when um, I got like further south. So once we hit the white mud, and uh, Jimmy and I were coming just, it's like 4.30 in the morning. We're coming around the corner there on the white mud by yeah. the Terwilliger, and it was like pitch black. And we're like, oh, we better let Grant know yeah. because, um, you know, what if, you know, what if he's got to get a coffee or something? And there's no power. And there's no power. Um, so we were sort of texting you and uh, and then we're head down the Rainbow Valley Road bridge there. Then we come up and Jimmy goes, well, uh, once we hit the top of this hill, if we see lights at the mall, that grid, that power grid will be, uh, if that's on, then no, we're If fine. the mall's on, it's close to here, so therefore the power here's on. Jimmy knows the power grid of the city. It's called logic. (laughs) Sure enough. It's all that white power power information from his family's power company. I was telling Grant when he came in, apparently Jimmy knows the breakdown of the power grids in Edmonton. (laughs) He would. He would. It's one of those, yeah. You you know the mornings could be weird when you're standing on the street corner and you see a plastic pole flying across the road. Yeah, Yeah. it was really windy, man. Super windy. Of course, if the roads are open, right, and it, yep, Blowing snow, flying over the roads. It's going to make things a little dicey this morning. Please drive carefully. It might be a big ask this morning, but it's a good Monday topic to have. Mm -hmm. To come up with a defining example of what it means to be an asshole. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. I think we can try, though. I think so. I've got an idea. It's an act. Mm -hmm. One act. Something specific that like would highlight the epitome of the ultimate asshole Mm -hmm. jimmy think about it okay i have a hard time with that one because i'm not good at asshole oh yeah you are yeah you are (laughs) you're fine at it (laughs) you you. got something (laughs) i think so yeah okay all right it's coming up Topic of the day. 780-989-0957 if you're ever uh, trying to reach the show. That's a text. That is a phone number. This morning, our topic is going to be about determining the ultimate asshole. Can Mm. we come up with a defining move that could be used as a definition for the ultimate asshole? I was going to say not returning your shopping cart. Okay, that's good. I, I you like go to Costco that. and they're throwing it up on the curb or leaving it in a stall, like an empty parking stall, which are so valuable at Costco. That's good. That's a yeah. good starting point, Grant. I like that. I think we can do better. I think so too. Mine was going to be if you if you butt in line at like Tim Hortons. If it's oh, a yeah. long line and you just like zip in front of everybody, anybody that cuts in line, cuts in line, I think is good. Is that worse though than than the t- than the Costco? That's both are like examples of like my time is more important than others. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, do you have an example? 
Um, I think like we're, we're, I've done it from time to time, and I feel bad about it. And then I get over it. Um, sometimes, like when you're grocery shopping and you take something from one area and then you decide to get something else, so you don't walk back. You just, you just throw it on the shelf forever. Sh- throw it on the shelf for an hour. I do that. I don't know. I always feel guilty when I do it, though. <laughs> I I do too. And I'm like, you know, some poor person has to go through, look all through these yeah. fridges, or to, you're, you're or throw it away. Shopping and you realize, oh, we have that. Yeah. And you grabbed it, so you just you put it next to the pizzas. And it's like a bucket of blueberries. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if that's as egregious as... I get what you're saying, but I don't know if that's as, as egregious as the... I'm still trying to deter... I think the butting in line is worse than the Costco guy. Yeah, it's way more... Um, okay. It's way more in your face. Like, it's, yeah. anyone can get away with just leaving a card anywhere. But if yeah. you cut in line in front of people, like... People are going to be mad at you. Okay, that's our benchmark yeah. right now. If you can beat that, text us, 780-989-0957. We're trying to determine the ultimate a-hole this morning. The locker room topic of the day. Okay, we're trying to come up with the ultimate a-hole move. 780-989-0957. This one came in a couple times. Parking in the handicap spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Is, is that worse than the budding in line? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Especially okay. in this weather with the ice and with everything like that. Yeah. You know, the people that need the spots so they're closer to the building, and then you have some a-hole in a Dodge truck. Why do you have to be, you know... We've that's tried ja- to get Jimmy. That's just a stereotype. Jimmy. We've tried to get Jimmy to get a handicap <laughs> placard, and he won't. And if I don't know if and now's if you the see, time to bring that up. <laughs> if you see, if you see a powder blue Subaru parked in <laughs> handicap at St. Albert, there's a pretty good chance I'm not with him. Listen, Jimmy won't get it because I'm not able. Asked. Because look at him. I mean, we got a number of things he could lean on. <laughs> He's blind. The locker room topic of the day. Ultimate a-hole move. We're looking for the, the, the epitome of the asshole. 780-989-0957. Donald said doing a dine-in dash so you don't have to pay. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big one. Because then you're leaving it with a lot of times they make the it's server, server pay, which they're not really allowed to do. Or supposed to do, but a lot do of places... Do businesses do that? Yeah. Yeah, they'll... Okay, that's on you. Your your person didn't pay. It's got to come out of your tips. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's illegal to do that, but... <laughs> they get it away with not, a lot of greasy it, stuff. It might not stop some businesses from, from making people do that. Yeah. How often does that happen? That, that, that can't happen very often. I think it happens fairly often. Really, eh? I see, like, restaurants, bars servers posting on like social media all the time like does anyone know this guy's on camera and walking wow. out after not paying wow yeah okay oh man if i was a server and i, th- I had to pay for their meal i'd be chasing him down with the park. <laughs> i think sometimes it's like an accident like i know jimmy goes to the bar sometimes and gets so drunk he leaves without paying i that's no, i've different. never I've, that's i've only done that once, but usually I think usually I think I did a few pay. times. He's been e-transferring them in the morning. <laughs> no, it was did, only once. He did it to me one time. Jimmy sent me a text saying, "Hey guys, I don't know. I don't think I paid. Can you <laughs> can you cover for me?" And uh, and I told him, I said, "Yeah, no, you didn't. You didn't yeah. pay." And then I made him email me transfer the bill again. <laughs> so I was thirty bucks up. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that okay? We'll make that worse than dining and dashing. Dining and dash is but, worse than parking in a handicapped I spot. Think so. But okay. when you do it by accident, it's different than if you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, we're talking about the on purpose yeah, on, person. The, well, yeah, we're talking about the on purpose one. Because yeah. if I did it on uh, accident, I, I feel Jimmy, so bad. Anyway, everybody knows. Yeah, you're yeah. Yeah. the locker room topic of the day. All the way to the front and the cuts there. Good morning, Cruz. Good morning, gang. How are you this morning? Doing good, 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 good. Hey, the gas man hates when there's like a huge traffic jam and people are waiting, and some dick pulls up in the in the the the, the, the passing or the uh, pull over lane there. Oh, all, all the way to the front and then cuts everybody else off. <laughs> yeah, in the shoulder. So yeah, people, okay, lock. driving in the shoulder. That is yeah. that's a pretty strong a hole move. <laughs> wow. We'll, wow. Beep, we'll beep that out. <laughs> All yeah, right. Appreciate it. It's a bad Monday. Have a good one, boys. Gas man. You, yeah, I hope your day gets better, brother. All right. The locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957. Our text, our phone number. Don't be shy. You can always give us a shout. The ultimate a-hole move. Right now, we're still at Dine and Dash, right? Yeah, I, I think our leading one is whoever Dine and Dash is. Um, Ryan Lindley texted in, roping your family and friends into a multi-level marketing scam. Ooh! <laughs> he says, be, just because you, get, you made know, a stupid mistake doesn't mean you should convince your friends and family to do it. Here's where I don't think that beats Dine and Dash. Because... You can say no to Uncle Randy. Right. If they're right? trying to get you into this thing. It's on you. Like I get it. Like I understand where he's going. And yeah, he, some people what what Brian's saying is do you want to upset your family? Maybe not. No. What well, he's I'll saying s- and maybe you're tricking them, you're promising yeah. them all these things, and then all of a sudden they're thousands of dollars into it and Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no friends okay, left. Listen, stop calling. I'll sell your shit your pants coffee. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, okay, I see where he's going. I still think Dine and Dash... Am I wrong? Jimmy, we'll go around the horn. Dine and Dash is worse. Dine and Dash is worse because you're affecting a number of people, not only the servers, the restaurants, the... Yeah. Like, I still... Dine and Dash is worse. Okay. Grant? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say... Worse I'd say than the Dine and Dash because I think uh, a lot of people in the multi-level marketing don't realize what they're doing. They actually... So a lot of them think they're helping people. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily <laughs> make it less egregious, but I still think we're a dine and dash. That's a good one yeah. though to throw into the mix, Ryan. The locker room topic of the day. Again, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Our text, our phone number, the ultimate a hole move. So far, we're still at dine and dash, right? I think Dine and Dash is still the leader. Yeah. All right. Have you got something that, that's competing against it, though? Uh, John texted in and said, how about the person that pays a homeless person to take their COVID vaccine? Where's our bell? <laughs> <laughs> we got a new leader, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can go to a bar with your QR code. Yeah. It's hard to beat that. New winner. (laughs) The locker room topic of the day. Ultimate a-hole move. All right. So how about those guys that go and find out that a woman's husband is terminal and just start hitting on her before he's even passed away? Oh! That's bad. I think it's the ultimate. Do you have an example of this in your life? Not me personally, 
But I have attended a funeral where I literally watched a guy start hitting on somebody else whose apparently husband was also in a similar situation, passing away from cancer, and he was already flirting with her while he was two chairs down talking to a friend. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's, that's gross. That's, What's your name? David. Does that beat paying a homeless guy to get the vaccine for you? Um, <laughs> both are very specific, like, small groups of people. I think that's the only thing. Right, like, how often is either of those things happening? But both big a-hole moves. Yeah, we're looking for the ultimate a-hole yeah. move, but I understand what you're saying. Should we be say, taking like, into consideration the impact on, uh, like, it has more impact on more people? Because you could say, like, murdering someone is the... <laughs> The ultimate well, move. <laughs> Burning down their house. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I drove my truck through his home and then lit it on fire. Yeah. yeah okay, that wins. That probably wins. Yeah. <laughs> Locker room topic of the day. Ultimate a-hole move. We sort of, we're at a bit of a crossroads. So hitting on somebody who's husband is or wife is dying yeah right that's up Trying there to make your move yeah um paying a homeless man to get vaccinated for you so you can go to the local bar that's <laughs> i think that's that, up there i think that's still winning in my mind if you guys are okay with it jimmy i'm gonna leave that one it's also topical although yeah. here, here's a contender um mike said dropping a deuce in a public washroom and then not flushing i disagree <laughs> It's called a bear trap. <laughs> you do that in people's houses. The locker room topic of the day. Ultimate a-hole. 780-989-0957. Grant attempted to get uh, the bear trap in there ahead of the guy that pays somebody to get vaccinated, a homeless person to get vaccinated for them. Uh, didn't fly, though. What do we got? Scuba Steve said the person that constantly parks in front of their neighbor's house. He said, unless you know it really pisses them off, then it's okay. <laughs> like, if you're intentionally doing it. To... This one, Scuba's trying to get wind me up. I know exactly <laughs> what he's doing here. <laughs> it's not going to work this morning, Scuba. <laughs> I'm going to be the bigger man here. Especially with the windrows this winter, though. If your neighbor is out there, like, shoveling all that ice and snow out, and then you go in there and park. park. I know there's no... Uh, there's no... <laughs> I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So we were down in Jamaica last week, Grant and I. There was a lot of uh, poolside activity. It was really nice. We had good weather, too. It was beautiful. The one day, a little windy, and that was it. No complaining. Yeah. Well, actually, it rained a couple of times in the evening. We were sitting there one day, and we were, uh, were by the pool. It started to get a little bit out of hand. Well, it was the Friday because no one had to do a show the next day, so everyone could get a little out of hand. That's a good point. So very quickly, a game of beer pong. Go okay, there That's is. what I was hoping to turn this into. Nice work, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks for coming today. Grant, can you verify this? Well, if it's on the internet, it has to be true. Has to be true. Isn't that, yeah. Did you find that on a Facebook article? No. Was it before or after Jesus was born that they started quarters? <laughs> Room topic of the day. Good morning. Asshole move. Yes. Biggest a-hole. What have you got? Buddy sneaking out of a hotel room in the middle of the night is the way to break up with a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh. I, I see. It seems Speaking specific. A, yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to hear yeah. that. 
You're better off without yeah. the dick. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I concur. 100%. Did we come to some sort of conclusion here on the ultimate a-hole move? Um... Or are we just calling it? I, yeah, it's hard to say, yeah. right? I think paying a homeless man to get vaccinated for you is pretty uh, tough to beat. I think I think we'll leave it at that mm-hmm. and move on with the rest of our day. Mm-hmm. By the way, we replayed that uh, beer pong 400 years old break because it's the fifth anniversary of that break here. Yeah, so it's a special one for us. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. No problem. <laughs> Three. At the movies. I shall call him Mean. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Before we get into this, can I ask a favor? Mm-hmm. I'll try to behave myself. Please don't make this creepy. Okay, I'll try. What movie did you review on the weekend, Jimmy? Fifty Shades of Grey. I need you to show me what you want to do to me. <laughs> Punish me. Show me how bad it can be. Jimmy I want you to show clip. me the worst. <laughs> that was the, the clip Jimmy That's chose to share with us. That's exactly why I said, please, let's not make it. All right. What was your thoughts? Okay. First of all, I don't know if you know this or not, but Dakota Johnson, who was the main character in this, or one of the main characters, is uh, Don Johnson's daughter. Uh, like him and Melanie Griffith's I, I daughter. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Okay. So, so yeah. So, uh, Okay, I'm not, not she's kind of uh, she's very sexy in a um kind of girl no, next door girl in, next, in a simple yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was very really pretty. She was great in the Peanut Butter Falcon. That's right. Next she was oh, yeah, she was like I, yeah, the that's... nurse or something at the old age yeah. home thing, right? Yeah, she was like she's a sort of the caretaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was really good in that. Mm-hmm. That's you know what? It's interesting. Because I didn't make the connection between that movie and oh, Fifty no? Shades, right? And mind you, I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes, I have. You seen. have? Yeah. You watch it with the wife or what? I think we did put it on one night. I, I don't remember if it was a deliberate Was thing. this your family movie night? <laughs> 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 the daughters and boyfriends were there. No. It was uh. not, Grant. All right. What are your thoughts? Okay, it was very, very porn-like. Yeah, it's it's, 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 and it's, but it's uh, Yes, but it had a bit of a story to it, and it was kind of, like, at first... You know, you find out that Gray is kind of a little bit messed in the head. Yeah. But then the whole thing changed. And, like, how it ended. I didn't like how it ended because it well, ended, on a, ended on a cliffhanger. So it may have led to me watching the second one. Did you watch um, the second one? I got, I got halfway through the second one. <laughs> Isn't there, like, three or four of these? There's, there's three. three. Yeah. There's Fifty Shades Darker, and then there's uh, then there's Fifty the Shades Freed. are huge. Well, whoever we that writer watch Fifty Shades Freed, that's like topical. The freedom <laughs> is that oh, is that'll that be new? tonight. Is that brand new? That no, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, the, whoever the writer is, and I I don't know the the name of the author, but those books have made that individual a lot of money. And mm-hmm. and the fifty in the Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, Someone on the show actually read clips from it in very sexy. When the book like came way. out a couple of years ago, we yep. made you read them. Yeah, very we're sexy. not going to replay that. I, again, but, <laughs> you obviously know what I rated this one. Five out of five. Oh, oh I was going to give it six, but you know, you did you seriously enjoy it? At first, it messed me. Like I was like, 
what's going on here? But then it had a story to it. It wasn't just, you know, sex out of Look nowhere. At that, it was, You've opened up a new genre for you, old Jimmy. Did you have to pause it halfway through, through and softcore go for, porn? Go for a bus ride? No, don't. <laughs> don't get him talking. I told him not to do that. After the first episode, Stop I had it. to before the second. This is the Grunt Report with Grunt Johnson. Well, on the weekend, the Freedom Convoy made its way to Ottawa. They arrived. Unfortunately for them, uh, Justin Trudeau, old Trudum, he was a close contact of somebody with Coors 19, and he was unable to greet them at the gates of Parliament as they rolled up. <laughs> And he had a nice dinner planned with Terry and Carl, the convoy organizers, too. <laughs> Unfortunate timing, and I'm sure he wasn't using that as a way to hide out at all on the weekend. I'm sure it was completely legit, right? Uh, we can all trust that. Uh, through the streets of Ottawa today, you can hear the sound of truck horns and Kid Rock blaring on speakers. It's like if Tabor Cornfest had decided to take the show on the road. <laughs> Well, the scent of fried spam teases your senses. Uh, the truckers have promised to stay in Ottawa for as long as it takes to get the mandates removed, which is their right to do so. All I can think about, though, is that there's an Arby's in downtown Ottawa making a killing right now. <laughs> Business idea, set up a porta potty in downtown Ottawa and then charge a dollar a pee. Brilliant. Paying for your kids' college in no time. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Support local glory holes on your T-shirt or show your love for Aquaman by clicking the link on any of our social media. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling Nick. Nick wants to... Give his side of the the combo. Hello. How you doing, Nick? Not too bad. How are you? Good, good. Okay, so I just want to make sure that we're completely up front before we get into this, okay? Um, I'm recording this call. We record all of our phone calls before they go to air, and the reason why we do that is because we can't control what somebody outside of this room says, right? Yeah. Um, and we do have to abide by certain rules and regulations, right? So that's why we're doing that. I'm not doing that because I'm going to manipulate the audio. I just want you to hear that out loud. And you're calling. We're talking to you today because you took exception with how we presented the trucker convoy last week. Yes. And before that, a few times I've sent you messages for not... Uh talking about the counterpoints okay stuff. all right okay well what exactly do you want to say uh about the uh the trucker convoy that you think that we missed okay well what i was gonna say here is uh so you asked uh last week what this convoy plans to accomplish and instead of looking it up you ridiculed them for laughs which is fine whatever that's what you guys do yeah but uh Trudeau going into hiding as soon as the convoy gets there is the real joke, so we can make some jokes about that. I literally have a joke about that coming up in my grant report. Yeah. yeah Perfect. Yeah. And then so, uh, but at least we can let the people know what they're trying to do here, and then we can make some laughs. Okay. Uh, so what they want to do here is have the mandates repealed. They want the right to remain unvaccinated, 
and they want to cease censorship, a few other things, and then uh, maybe have Trudeau step down, which would be all right. Do you think that that is going to happen? Do you think any? Th- do you think the protest will have any impact on those decisions? Well, the UK um, repealing their mandate uh, and uh, the way things have been going here the last like three years. Yeah, I think uh, the mandates can be repealed. Okay. Um, like the mask for one. There's no real proof. Uh, that it helps um, and then so there's lots of uh, like the media likes to push fear and pro-vax garbage so they like to talk about the hospitals being overwhelmed but if you just look up on like alberta.ca mm-hmm. um, 70% of hospitalizations in Alberta are vaccinated 81% of case, new cases in Alberta are vaccinated and COVID has a 99.3% survival rate, uh, like globally. Yeah. Well, I, I, so I, in- I think the problem with our healthcare system is that just being able to deal with what our population already provides them is is sort of taxing the the system so anytime anything gets thrown into the mix that adds to it we're in trouble i think that's part of the problem here nick um so i I think we have some issues with with our healthcare system as a whole go on for sure so we've had over two years to prepare for this and trudeau spent 600 million dollars on an election instead of uh ramping up hospitals he's fired nurses for not being vaccinated when there's no real proof that well they've come out and said the vaccine won't stop you from getting it and won't stop you from spreading it so if our healthcare system's so taxed why are we getting rid of healthcare workers makes no sense yeah yeah there's a lot of hypocrisy on on all sides of this yeah so there's also been 33,000 deaths in Canada but there's 35,000 adverse reactions to this Jab. Uh, I gotta make sure. I, I gotta stop you there. I want to make sure that we are we're we're highlighting we're highlighting things that are factual and and I'm not sure that is Nick. Where are you getting that information? Well, that's right off of you can just Google that and that's on the Google's homepage. Like these are the Canada statistics that if you just Google deaths in Canada, it'll give you the Canada wide cases and deaths and break it down by province. So that's just like right off the homepage, basically. You don't have to dig very far for that one. Okay. Nick, would you suggest that vaccines um, preventing death and the fact that death itself might be more of an issue than an adverse reaction to a vaccine? Can I say that out loud? I'm not sure what you mean well dying is worse than having an adverse impact to the vaccine i mean i I know there's myocarditis and there are other things that can happen because of the vaccine but ultimately um it's it is it is saving lives is it not the vaccine could be attributed uh, to saving lives. I'm not sure that it is. I don't really care to get into that. We're, we're saying this is a choice. If you want to get the vaccine and you want to wear a mask, by all means, go ahead. But the rest of us shouldn't have to just because the government says maybe it'll help. Um, so that's where we just want mandates repealed. Okay. And uh, the, 
the deaths, uh, 95.5% of fatalities have one or more comorbidities. So, I mean, whatever. Like, well, it shouldn't the, be mandated. The problem I have with that is just because somebody has, has something that that might make them more susceptible to succumbing to COVID, does that mean that we should care less about them? No, not at all. But that means that they should be the ones targeted with the extra measures. Those people should uh, be allowed to have a vaccine. If that makes them feel better and feel more safe, then by all means, take it. Take all the boosters you want. It doesn't bother me if you go out and do it. But for me and my family to be pushed around and lose jobs and be told we can't do this and we can't do that because I there's not a chance in hell I'm going to give my five-year-old daughter this thing. Okay. Uh, and so, you, and then and you it, and and you ridiculous. you know that you don't have to, right? Like I know that you're not well, vaccinated and I don't have to, but it's uh the stupidity just keeps getting ramped up here. Are you currently working? Did you lose a job because you you weren't vaccinated? Uh I was given the testing option, so I found a job that didn't require testing, and it's not very easy to do. So I was slowly being kind of pushed out at my other job, and now I found a new a new job. Okay, all right. All right, is there anything we're missing here, Nick? Well, I mean, the, the other big thing here is uh, Trudeau. Like, he segregated this country with hate speech and discrimination, our own PM went on TV and said the unvaxxed are misogynist and racist. But he's the one who dresses up in blackface. Like, uh, he's a hypocrite and an idiot, and yeah. he should step down. Well, I, I don't think you're going to get a lot of disagreement, even if somebody uh, believes in the vaccines, that um, that that there's a lot of hypocrisy. And and I'm going to say this because I, for the sake of balance, I think there's hypocrisy on both sides, right? I think of course there is. Part and of my uh, part of my far left that you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, part of my issue with the convoy is that um, I know that ultimately it has been a peaceful event, and and that's fantastic because this is Canada, and and I mean, there's been a couple of episodes that the statue stuff bothers me, peeing on the Terry Fox, defacing the Terry Fox statue really gets to me. But I think it needs to be said out loud that they did go, and and they may have blocked traffic, and there may be some issues revolving around that, but there there wasn't. There wasn't an attempted coup. Nobody broke into any buildings or anything like that. So good for them. But it's based on a lot of hatred in my mind. And and I don't know how healthy that is. Right? I don't like Justin Trudeau either. Um, But it seems to be the starting point for all of these discussions when I don't know how productive that is. How much change are we going to actually bring about by going to Ottawa just because we're pissed off about Justin Trudeau? I can't stand him either, but I stayed home this weekend. about doing something rather than doing nothing. And these swastikas and the stuff with the Terry Fox statue, uh, there's more to that than uh, what you see. And I don't necessarily care to get into that, but there might be reasons why we didn't grab that guy and beat him because that's exactly what the media would focus on. 
uh, out of all the people that have gathered for this thing, um, that guy might not really be there for us. Yeah. And these swastikas and stuff, I think that's more so. You see them drawn on Canada flags. That's because of the way Trudeau is running this country. That's not saying. Uh, that. That, 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 anyway, uh, I, I can't agree with you there. I, I, th- there's no, okay, there's no place fine. for that. I agree with you. There is no place, but we, it's, uh, uh, we can't help that somebody decided to bring that there. But that, uh, out of all the stuff you've seen, um, those ones might not be there for the same reasons as the rest of us. That's fair, Nick. Yes. Are we good? Yes. Okay. I appreciate the fact that you took time today to talk to us. Yes, thanks for the phone call. And if you ever hear us stepping out of line, and l- like you have in the past, you-, you know you can call us out on it. Oh, yes. It- I, uh, I text you guys a couple times a week. We're not always going to agree. That's fine. All right, Nick. You drive safe, okay, brother? Yeah. Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So the reason I'm so excited about this is because, like, I'm the old guy in the room. Yeah. I just turned 52. Grant's the millennial. And uh, Jimmy fancies himself a bit of a tech guy, but I don't know. How do you explain that? He loves gadgets, but he's terrible with them. Yeah, yeah, he is. If and anyone's going to call 911 by taking a video, yeah. uh, it's well, me. So Jimmy always is spending money on gadgets and stuff, but they never work right for him. No. Everything goes wrong that could. And he gets sucked into like the weird gadgets, too. Like, yeah. He's, he was the first one with the Palm Trio. <laughs> <laughs> and the Blackberry Playbook. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... I saw this TikTok video, and it was, I wasn't on TikTok. <laughs> it was sent to me on Messenger from a friend of mine, and I watched the video, and then I did it, and I actually was able to follow along. So here's... I, didn't, I couldn't find the TikTok video explanation, okay. but I did find this on YouTube, so it's backtap. I'm just going to play this because... Anytime I've tried to explain things on the air, tech-wise, it goes terribly. Yes. This guy actually explains how to set up BackTap to activate one of your apps on your iPhone. So here we go. All right. Now, BackTap was added into iOS 14, so you're going to need to update to that prior to being able to use this feature. Once you have that installed, you're going to open your settings application. You're going to tap on accessibility, and you're going to tap on the touch option. From here, if you scroll down, you're going to see back tap, and it's going to allow you to create a double or triple tap on the back of your iPhone to perform actions quick. Once you're there, you go down and it gives you the options. It gives you that option. Yes. So I just put my camera on there. You know what uh, hack changed, not changed my life, that's a little dramatic, but that helped me out a lot on uh, the iPhone is where if you hold down space bar when you're typing, you can move around the cursor anywhere. So, you know, if you spell something wrong, instead of having to delete, delete, delete to get to it, you hold down space bar and then you can move And then it acts kind of like a mouse. And then you can move the cursor anywhere and just correct your spelling. Okay, let me try that. I do that all the time. I heard that one from Joe Rogan, actually. Oh, Not yeah, only a doctor. Oh, 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 oh! Oh! Yeah, it's huge. I do it all the time because I'm always spelling stuff wrong and then going back and correcting it. Well, because... Oh, so that moves it to wherever you want in yeah, you the just line. drag it. For the love of God, <laughs> I can't believe I've never seen it that. It saves so much time. Thank you for that, Grant. No problem. Let's do the 
things I've learned today. <laughs> Time now for Show Local Some Love on 95.7 Cruise FM. We have Spencer and Kelly joining us today. And uh, to bring attention to Burn Awareness Week, February 6th to the 12th. Spencer, do you want to start? Just introduce yourself and tell us your connection to this cause here. Sure. So my name is Spencer Beach. And 20 years ago, I was raised to the University Hospital Burn Treatment Unit with third and fourth degree burns to 90% of my body. They gave me a 5% chance to live. And at the time, my wife was also pregnant with our first child. And while I was on the burn unit, um, I learned just how caring and loving and smart and knowledgeable the staff they really are. And coming out of the burn unit, um, you know, I went in there being told it was the best burn unit in Canada. And I came out understanding exactly why it is the best burn unit in Canada. So my connection is, is I want to help the next person's journey in burns because it's not an easy journey. And Kelly and I, we wear our scars really well, but not everybody does. And the reality is, is we don't need to actually wear these scars with the technology we have nowadays and the research that they're doing we can make the next person's journey so much easier just by showing some love. Spencer, you mentioned the University of Alberta and 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 what they have to offer um, not just northern Alberta but but also the rest of Canada because people come from right across the country to take advantage of our services here. What is it about about the university, the U of A that makes it so um, so incredible? I would have to say location, location, location. So because we are the northernmost major city in Canada, we service not only northern Alberta, but the Northwest Territories, uh, northern Saskatchewan, northern BC. Um, And so we, as you said, we do get people from all over Canada. As well, though, what most people don't know is we train a lot of doctors here. And then those doctors, they go out through Canada and they go and um, help the other burn units. So the burn unit in Winnipeg was started up by one of my doctors who went to Winnipeg. And now he's created a whole new burn unit there. Kelly, we didn't get your introduction at the uh, front end of this. So we'll do that now. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I got burnt as a two-year-old way back in 1968. I got burnt on a farm in Spruce Grove. We were we were burning shingles from a fire uh, from the old barn, and uh, my cousins were nine and eleven, and they threw shingles in the fire, and the spark came out and landed on my dress, and I exploded, and I ended up with burns to 75% of my body back in 1968. So I was actually one of the first people to be using the burn unit way back in those days in, in Edmonton. So as a two-year-old. And can you tell us about the uh, burn camp for kids? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the beautiful things about the burn camp is that you get to go there and actually be with people like you. So when I was growing up as a two-year-old and I was teased and bullied in school, I never thought there was any other people like me. And it wasn't until I was 18 when I met my, you know, another guy that was burnt like me. Um, So burn camp is that one week where kids get to go and they get to feel normal and whatever normal is. Right. But uh, so I actually even brought my daughter to one of the burn camps because that gave all the other burn survivors hope that they, too, could have a baby. Very cool. You're actually going to be part of our pink shirt day presentation that we're doing with Jimmy on February 23rd. So uh, Kelly, thank you for that. Obviously um, you having gone through what you, you went through and then having to deal with school, uh, you know, um, you will be an excellent contributor to that, uh, to that panel. Um, and we'll have more information on that coming up. Oh, thank uh, you. Spend- 
Uh, thank Spencer, you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Spencer, how can how can people help? Well, go to burnweek.ca is, uh, and we're connected with the Edmonton Firefighter Burn Treatment Society, who has been funding the research and burn camp for many decades here in Canada and, and uh, at the University Hospital. But yeah, burnweek.ca, and you know, any amount helps. The doctors there, they're doing amazing work. And one thing that I have been a benefit that has benefited me in my care was I'm the only person in Canada where they have cultured my skin. And what that means is they took a piece of skin from my foot about the size of a business card and they sent it to Cincinnati where the doctor there in the Shriners Hospital had developed technology and he grew my skin in a lab. And then I would receive it about every six weeks. I received skin about the size of a piece of paper. And I'm one of 200 people in the world with this actual technology. Unfortunately, the, the pharmaceutical that owns it has shelved the technology, but we're doing our own research to advance the skin and be able to make it for other people. And if you think about it, skin goes beyond just burns. You know, if you're a child born with a birth defect or if you're a cancer survivor and you're going through um, needing amputations or the surgeries that go with it, this technology advances well beyond just uh, helping burn survivors. And and a lot of this this research is is being done here in Edmonton, isn't it, Kelly? Yeah, that's exactly why one our Edmonton burn unit is actually one of the best in the world is because of all the research that Dr. Tredgett does is he's focused on research. And so that's why we're one of the best. Well, and, and it makes it even more, obviously, um, burn awareness week is something that happens right across the country, but it makes it a little bit more tangible, a little bit more palatable here in the Edmonton area, just based on what is, was happening with that research in, in the Edmonton area. Yeah, absolutely. We're really proud of the fact that, you know, we have one of the best burn units here. You know, Spencer and I have both been there. We know what it's like and we know that people are getting the top notch care. What's really sad is that burns are happening. And so that's what Burn Awareness Week is all about, is helping people to realize that a lot of burns are preventable. A lot of burns happen in the kitchen. And Spencer, you know the stats on on that. Um, What are the stats? I don't know the exact numbers, but what I can tell you is about 30 years ago, the burn unit used to see a lot of um, men coming in my age that worked in the oil field or industry, and they'd have severe burns. And now because they wear protective equipment, when they do get injured on the worksite, they have little burns on their cheeks and a little bit on the back of where their gloves and their um, cuff don't meet. And they've decreased the burns hugely on on prevention with, with male adults. But it's now the demographic is really young children and old people, the senior citizens. And the reason being is young children will pull something hot off the stove and they get burned. Or a senior citizen will go into a tub and the water's too hot and they don't have the the reaction time to be able to get out fast enough and they end up with the burn that way. Okay. Wow. I wouldn't have thought of that. One more time. Where can people donate and find out more? That's burnweek.ca. All right. Excellent. And, and like you guys said, any amount will, will help. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will also point out that the burn awareness week, once again, is February 6th through the 12th. Once again, thank you very much. This has been show local, some love and bringing awareness to burn awareness week happening February 6th to the 12th here on 957 cruise FM brought to you by Arden roof systems and Jamin built. You've been listening to the locker room podcast, making radio great again.
Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.